This is A Drop of Encouragement with Janae McDonald-Wilborn. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. This is Janae and I am bringing you another drop of encouragement today. Today I want to talk about the subject of help, asking for help to be more specific. Now, I find in my life that it is much easier for me to be asked for help, to have someone else ask me and say, yeah, sure, I'll be happy to help you, than it is for me to ask for help for myself. And as I recognize this to be true, I begin to ponder, ponder, who am I? I began to think about why is that the case? Why is it so much easier for me to to say yes to helping others? Why am I so receptive to the idea of helping others? Why am I so um, quick to tell someone, hey, ask for help. We're willing to help you. We'd love to help you. And yet I can be so reticent to ask for help for myself. In fact, I've had some recent conversations with different people, different life situations, different circumstances, different scenarios, all of them, but all situations where these different people needed help, but were hesitant or struggling with the concept of actually asking for help. And I really wanted to unpack why is it so hard for us to ask for help and encourage us all to get over ourselves and ask because truly asking for help is something we all should be doing. Just recently, my pastor was talking um, about Uh, a verse in Galatians. It's in Galatians chapter six, and he was sharing this verse. And the verse is the one that says to carry the burdens of one another, carry one another's burdens, bear one another's burdens, um, because this is what it is to be Christ-like. That's a paraphrase, but it's Galatians 6, 2, if you want to read it exactly. But the point of the verse is that we are supposed to be bearing one another's burdens, helping each other carry the load, so to speak, through life. But he made the point as he shared that verse to the congregation. He said, hey, look, this is really important that we can bear one another's burdens. It's really important that we are supposed to help each other out. But if you have a burden, no one can help you with it if you don't ask, if you don't share the burden, if you don't make them aware that you need help. And that just really hit home with me because I thought, you know, this is something that we all walk through at some point or season in our life. We have all probably experienced a time where we felt alone in our situation, where we felt like we needed help, um, where maybe we even felt a little bit um, resentful or frustrated or even angry that no one was offering to help us. But if we had been able to step back from that situation, we could objectively see that no one was helping us because no one knew we needed the help. We tend to want people to read our minds. We tend to want people to somehow be able to see through the facade that we put on where everything's okay. Because let's be real, for the most part, we walk around like everything is okay. We want them to see through that and we want them to just instinctively know and offer some help. But that just isn't reality. I mean, let's get back to this facade thing. We are really good at masking our hurt, our struggles, our hard times. I mean, someone asks you, how are you doing? What do you normally say? I'm fine. I'm good. We're great. Do you say that? And have you, haven't we all said that on days when we were anything but fine, good, or great? 
Haven't we had people say, hey, what's going on with you lately? And you say, not much, but in your head, you're thinking of all the turmoil and hardship that you're walking through. But what do we normally think? Oh, that person doesn't really want to know what I'm going through. That person isn't really here asking to hear what my struggles are. They just asking to be polite and I'm just going to give the polite answer and we're going to move on. We're really great at showing up at work or showing up at the gym or showing up at the coffee shop or showing up at church looking like we pretty much have it together. But on the inside or at home, things are kind of a wreck. And we don't let anyone know. Don't even get me started on social media where we are excellent at posting a really lovely picture of a day from our day or from an experience or a a trip and not at all telling the story of what really went wrong. You know, years ago, my sister was living overseas and I took a trip to visit her. She lived in Germany at the time and we decided to take a trip to Prague. We got on a train, an overnight train, and we went from Bavaria in Germany all the way to the to Prague. And everything that could possibly go wrong on that train ride and our arrival in Prague pretty much did. In fact, I have a scrapbook that I made and I'm not really a scrapbooker, but I must have been in a season in that time of my life. And I'm glad I did because I have a scrapbook that I made where I put all our lovely pictures of Prague because we have beautiful pictures in front of gorgeous churches and on the bridge on the Charles River and all this lovely stuff. But I also printed out the emails that I was sending to my mom telling her about all the incredible, insanely awful things that went wrong on that trip to Prague. And if you open that scrapbook and you just look at the pictures, it just looks like we had a lovely, lovely trip. If you look at the pictures, we are smiling and we're standing in front of beautiful things. But if you read what happened on the trip, you'll see that we couldn't sleep on the train ride because there was a soccer team celebrating in our car all night long and we were exhausted. You'll see that when we arrived in Prague, we thought we were checking into a spot where we could get a hotel, but it was actually like some kind of weird scam. And we left only to realize later when we got to a hotel that we finally found where they'd let us check in. My sister had left her passport back with the guys at the desk at the train station. Or maybe I left my passport. One of us did. I can't even remember now. But the point is, we had to go all the way back for the passport. We were so exhausted. We couldn't find a hotel for the longest time. We walked all over the place following this map looking for a place to stay. Now, it all worked out and we ended up having a great rest of the time. But if I just post you that one picture of us standing in front of our hotel, you would never know all the things that had gone wrong in the background. And that's what we do with social media, right? This was in the days before social media. So it was an actual picture that I printed out like in the olden days. But in these days of social media, we do that with Instagram. We post one great picture and in the background, you can't tell that if you swung the camera to the right, my house is a straight up wreck because all I did was make that one side of the bed that was gonna be in the background of the shot. I mean, that's what we do. So we have to figure out how to put our facades down 
and be willing to ask for help. And I want to encourage you and I want to encourage myself to do this because we were never meant to walk through this life alone. We were never meant to journey through all of the hard times and the struggles and deal with all the things that we deal with all by ourselves. If we were, then it never would have been put into scripture what it says in Galatians 6, 2, which is carry each other's burdens and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. I mean, the most important law uh, that Jesus told us we have is to love the Lord our God and to love our neighbors. Well, how can you love others if you don't help them along the way? Isn't helping others a big part of how we love each other? But how can anyone help us if they don't know what's going on? So here's a couple of things I want to think about when I'm encouraging you and me, like I said, to ask for help. Number one, develop a discernment to know who to ask, okay? Sometimes we don't ask for help because we're thinking, well, that person won't want to do it. Or maybe the person we have in mind to help we ask and they can't do it, they don't want to do it, they're not willing. But maybe it isn't something wrong with that person. Maybe it's that you didn't ask the person you should have asked. We have to have discernment. We have to be able to no, this is who I ask for help with this situation. This is who needs to help me in this scenario. I'm a married woman with two young children. So oftentimes the first person I'm going to go to when I need help in a situation is going, going to be my spouse, my husband, um, especially if it's something within our home that I need help with. Now, I'm one of those women who can fool myself into believing I can do all the things all the time. And for, you know, good 20 to 30 minute periods, I actually believe that, that I can do it all. I'm just, you know, singing Destiny's Child, independent woman in my head, and I'm, you know, making it happen. But when reality sets in, which it doesn't take long to do, I remember that I can't do all the things all the time. But I also have had to learn that I can't expect my husband to just instinctively know when I'm not able to do all the things. I've had to say to him, I need help in this situation. And it, it, it goes from everything from saying, hey, I need a night away because I am just really feeling overwhelmed as a stay-at-home mom with the kids. And I just need one evening where I don't talk to people especially people that, you know, are shorter than five feet. All the way to just, hey, can you um, do the dishes tonight so I can do the laundry and I can finally get caught up? It's, it could be anything in that, anything in between there. Hey, I need help because I'm struggling emotionally and I don't think I'm okay. Can you just pay attention to maybe some of the things that I'm saying or doing and tell me if you've noticed that I seem off? Because I'm worried that my anxiety or my depression is rearing its head. Maybe that's the conversation you need to have with your spouse. But whatever it may be that you need help with, I guarantee you he doesn't know, she doesn't know without you saying something to them. Maybe they suspect something's off. Maybe they can tell you're not yourself, but they may not realize that what you actually need is some help from them if you don't ask. Now, I can't guarantee when you ask they're going to give the right answer, but I can guarantee that they will not know to help you if you don't ask. So let's pull on our big girl pants or big boy pants, depending on who you are, and let's remember to ask that person. But maybe it's a situation that's not a spouse. Maybe you're single and you need to ask another friend for help with the situation that you're dealing with. 
I moved to Dallas when I was 28 years old and I knew absolutely no one in this city. It's a big city and I it was the first time I had moved somewhere where I knew absolutely no one outside of college, which doesn't count because everything is right there for you. Um, but here I was in a brand new city with no people and I had to figure out how to navigate life as an adult in a new city with no backup, no support. Who's going to take me to the airport? Who's going to um, take me, take my car, with, drop, follow me to the shop when my car needs repairs and then drive me back to the house? That was actually the first situation I had moving to Dallas. I needed repairs in my car and I was like, I don't know who to get a ride from. And I had to quickly develop and, and fa- make friends and develop a community of my own to have people that could help me. And the great thing was I was able to help them in return, but I had to discern who those people were going to be. It wasn't necessarily the very first people I met, but it was definitely people that I began to realize, okay, you're here, here too. You're single. You're also looking for that kind of support. We can support one another. Some I met through work, some I met through grad school, but I began, some I met through church, but I, I, established a community for myself of support. And then once I did, it actually wasn't that hard to ask one another for help because we all were kind of doing this life solo thing. And so we were building a little family of support for ourselves. Maybe you're a parent and the help you need is in a parenting situation. Maybe your kid is really struggling through some developmental stage or some learning disability or um, just, you know, being two. And you need help with that, with that situation because you just don't know what to do. You've tried all the things. You've been trying everything with this potty training. You read the books and nothing's working. Whatever it is that you're doing, find another mom that can help. Develop a circle. Discern who the moms are in your life that would want to help you. Find a mom with older children, someone who's walked the phases that you're walking through already and maybe has some wisdom to share. But also find a peer who's doing the same things at the same time so you guys can sort of trade stories and and horror stories and, oh, don't do this. I tried that. It was terrible. But find, discern who the people are that can help you. And then once you figure out who those people are that should help you with your situation, oh my goodness, figure out why you don't want to ask. Now, I see two main patterns when I am talking to people. These conversations I've had recently with people about needing help and not asking, I kind of saw two threads. There were either the people that felt like they should be able to do it all on their own, and the fact that they couldn't do it all on their own meant they were failing. And there was sort of this beating themselves up sense of, I'm, I'm, I should be stronger, I should be better, I should be more capable, I should be a better time manager, whatever it may be. And they just didn't want to ask for help because they felt like they shouldn't need it. Let's go ahead and let's delete this overachiever mindset that you somehow have, if that's you. No one can do all the things. No one is doing all the things. That girl with the beautiful Instagram feed is not doing all all the things. I actually follow a girl on Instagram who has one of those beautifully curated feeds where all of her pictures are like the same color tone and her house is all neutrals and her kids are all cutely dressed and she, you know, she's an influencer so she shares products. And just recently she actually posted, she changed her Instagram handle and posted 
uh, uncurated, unfiltered picture and said she was changing how she was going to post on Instagram because she was hearing from people how much they loved what she shared, but also how they couldn't follow her or they had to stop following her because it made them feel bad that they couldn't get it together like she had it together. And she wanted people to know, I don't have it all together, but this is my business. Like I was doing this as a business. I don't have it all together. There's a pile of junk on the side that you can't see out of shot of the camera. And let me tell you, as a person who enjoys Instagram, there is a 100% a pile of junk just outside the shot that you're looking at. Anytime you're looking at my Instagram, anytime, there is a mess somewhere in my house that I just don't stand in front of. You guys, we have to stop believing that we're supposed to be able to do everything and be these superwoman, wonder woman, independent woman, fabulous woman. I don't know. You can be super wonderful and fabulous and still need someone to help fold the clothes because, oh my gosh, how much do we hate folding the clothes? Ladies, putting them away, gentlemen, we don't like it. We can't do everything. None of us can. Whether you're married or single, young or old, working, stay at home, which is work, whatever you're doing, we can't do all the things. We all need help. So you asking for help, you not being able to get it all done, you're not failing. You're human. And that's a good thing to be. So reach out to another human who also knows they can't do all the thing and watch how we can support one another. I either see that thread, that sense of failure, or I see this sort of um, self-deprecating, low self-esteem mindset that no one actually wants to help me. I'm not worthy of help. I'm not good enough. Like no one should. No one's going to want to help me. No one um, should spend their time on me. It's not, my problems aren't that important. People have worse problems than I do. People have bigger struggles. So I shouldn't be asking for help because I'm not as valuable as someone else's or not as, as important as someone else's. And that's a lie too, because we're all valuable. We are all image bearers walking around, looking like the creator, representing the creator. And we were all created by the creator who loves us. That was a lot of creators, but I just want you to, I mean, I hope I made the point. You guys, we are all important and you are just as worthy and deserving of having the help and support of other people as anyone else is. Don't belittle yourself into thinking that you don't deserve help because you absolutely do. And there are people ready and willing to help you. Now, I said two, but I kind of see a third too. And that one is closely related to the first, but sometimes it's even more extreme. And that's a prideful sense that I, I'm, I'm too proud to ask for help. Like I know I need it. I know I can't get it all done, but I just don't want people to know that I can't get it all done. I don't want anyone to know. I'm going to tell you a secret. We already know. We know because, again, we're just like you. We're humans. We can't get it all done either. So if you're not asking for help because you don't want anyone to know you need help, honey, we all need help and we all know it. So don't let that stop you from getting the support you need that will make your life a little bit better, a little bit smoother, a little bit easier each day. I'm preaching to the choir here, you guys, and I really mean that because I need to hear this message as much as anyone. I have had to kick myself in the tail many a time and say, girl, you need to ask for help. 
You need to tell someone you're struggling. Often right here in my own walls of my own home, asking my husband for help and being willing to accept the help that he offers and not feeling like I failed, not feeling like I let anyone down, just remembering that I'm human. And if I'm human and you're human, let's all be, you know, human together. Let's help each other and let's ask for help when we need it ourselves. I hope this word encourages you. I hope that it encourages you to ask for help. I hope that you'll remember when someone does ask you to help to for help to say, oh my gosh, thanks for asking. I would love to help you. And I know it's hard to ask. So thank you for trusting me and letting me help you. And I also hope that listening today will just fill you with encouragement so that you have an overflow of encouragement to offer the people that you encounter throughout the rest of this day and this week. Have a wonderful day and be encouraged. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of A Drop of Encouragement with me, Janae McDonald Wilborn. If you enjoyed it, I would so appreciate you sharing it with a friend, leaving a review on whatever platform you're listening to, and of course, dropping some encouragement in the life of those you encounter.